<clears throat> this is an RMAC Network podcast brought to you by MyPillow, a great company out there that makes comfortable pillows. Save $10 and on your next order by going to MyPillow.com and use promo code RADIO. Call them at 800-544-8939. In today's podcast, we are going to be speaking about Dr. Fauci, how he is crazy in this world with the mask mandate. Also in today's podcast, we're going to be featuring Israeli news and the upcoming hot, <clears throat> the post-Passover um, um, region of post-Passover Holidays, and what is Israel going to be doing about Lagba Omer? What's their plans? All coming up. And also, we're going to speak about big plans for Trump on Truth Social. What is it? So, we will be talking about it coming up on our podcast. This is the American Freedom Podcast on the Ari Mac Networks. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to um, the Ari Mac Network's um, American Freedom Podcast. Well, it's very late. Normally, I try to do the podcast between 5 p.m. or 2 p.m. to, like, the latest is 5 p.m. I've done. Um, i never done a 10.30 podcast, but God willing, I will make it very short. Uh, we have Thursday's news into today's news, but it will be a short podcast. But anyways, let's get our podcast started. Um, I want to get things started with um, the Israeli government is trying to um not allow people coming into the Mayron this year what they're trying i mean what i mean is excuse me um what i mean is they're preventing people um, from what happened last year was a disaster. Whether it's the Israeli government fault or, um, we don't know. We don't know. But we will have answers very soon. Let's go on to the emails and I will continue Talking about the Mayron situation and what is the plans for this year. Um, and what is going to be happening. Um, in 
the coming years, uh, in the coming weeks, as Mayron, as we know, that it's very, very, what happened last year was very disturbing. Um, <clears throat> gathering, I'm trying to gather all my, uh, emails, so that's why it seems like that I'm not focused on our podcast now, but I am here. Um, All right, let's start off our violence continues against Israel as the as Bennett closes the Temple Mount to Jews. Jews have been banned from the Temple Mount during the final 10 days of Ramadan in order to tame the radical Islamic terrorists who have taken our over Judaism sites, holiest site. Now, it's very controversial who, which areas have been allowed for the um, Jews and which areas is the um, allowed for these Islamic um, people. I will not go into that in today's podcast, but you get the idea of how controversial it's very, it's extremely, I could go through it a lot, um, and we could spend time in a different podcast, maybe, the history of Israel. Maybe we'll do that on Yomot's Boot. Can we mark that on our calendar, please? Fine. Meanwhile, let's go to our rest of the emails. Mike Lindell, our favorite guy of my pillow, um, was at the Ohio rally last night. It was great. We have some clips of it. Um, he says Trump won Ohio with three million four hundred three thousand four hundred votes. First lawsuit filed yesterday. Wow. In the in this great state of Ohio, the big lie, which is the big lie, they say Donald Trump won by four hundred seventy five thousand votes. 
with your machines and with everything that went on, you guys had supposedly pretty good voting rolls. Well, that's not true. Dr. Frank went over all your stuff. But uh, in the state of Ohio, Donald Trump really won 3400000 to $2,400,000. Um, I made a mistake. It was 30000 That's another 500,000 votes that were stolen from him in Ohio to going to... Yeah, it's great. Um, all right, next. CDC nationwide alert. Mysterious hepatitis cases in children. The CDC issued a health advisory after children in Alabama discovered hepatitis infections. They said cluster of that a cluster of children have been affected with hepatitis and adver, adenovir, adenovirus after clinic. Um, at a large hospital in Alabama issued a notice to the CDC in November. Why are they not... Why are they issuing it now? Why don't they just freaking wake up all of a sudden in November? Oh, we have to wait. We have to wait. It's ridiculous, folks. We have to save children um, early. That's the... That's the... That's... Our problem with medical. We need to save children. We need to. All right, Trump. Meanwhile, let me tell you about um, CNN Plus. CNN Plus is going down on um, April 31st. Um, and it's been terrible. CNN Plus is going bye-bye. Chris Wallace is going, um, we don't know where the hell he's going, but all I know is CNN Plus is terrible. Trump said CNN Plus, CNN and Trump mocked CNN and low-rated Chris Wallace over a failed streaming service. He says the following. Congratulations to CNN Plus on their decision to immediately fold for lack of ratings or viewers. Anyway, shape or form it or form. It was an empty dessert out there. Despite spending hundreds of millions of dollars and hiring low-rated Chris Wallace, a man who tried so hard to be his father, Mike. But lacked uh, the talent and whatever else necessary to be the star. In any event, it's just one more piece of CNN and fake news. And we don't have any, we don't have to bother with any more from the statement of Donald Trump on CNN Plus. What a great, what a great part. Meanwhile, Jen Psaki says a um, disturbing reason behind appealing the mask mandate. Listen to this. She said in an astonishing um, display, tutored um, reasoning Psaki gave 
She said, listen to this. Um, the DOJ said yesterday that um, they would decide essentially whether or not to appeal <clears throat> that ruling um, uh, based on what the CDC says they need or don't yeah. need. Um, is the White House or the Cabinet involved in any way in that decision-making process? Well, we, we are um, entirely able to and legally able to be a part of the discussion, but uh, right now it's we, we, of course, are deferring to the CDC on what they believe is needed. Ay, ay, ay. Folks, it's the CDC. Why do we have to follow the CDC? Meanwhile, Mike Tyson... Uh, who is a UFC um, wrestler, I believe, punches a man on a plane, leaves the, leaves the passenger blooded. Now, this guy can be, I believe this guy's going to be, um, going to be sued. Listen to this. George Soldier Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. He should have never gave you his money. Um, it's not right for a person to be punching on, on a flight, but when a person, both sides have a saying because somebody was riling him up, I guess, or whatever. Next up, let's get to our, um, news. Here we go. I haven't spoken to the CDC yet. Hmm. President Biden reacting as his mask mandate for planes gets grounded. A federal judge in Florida ruling his administration does not have the authority to continue enforcing the much despised rule. So you can now avoid the wrath of being scolded by the flight attendant in between sips of vodka. I mean, water. <laughs> Airports. <laughs> oh, man. Designed with 10% less. Plan. Folks, the mask mandate on the flights. Just lit. We're going to we have several news people. My company. Yeah. My company announces at this moment, if you choose to. Listen to CNN how they say legal analyst Jeffrey. The Justice Department says it will appeal a Florida judge's ruling that struck down the national mask mandate on airplanes, trains, and buses. 
but only if the CDC decides that extending the order is still necessary. Joining us now is former federal prosecutor and CNN's chief legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin. So let's start with this statement from the DOJ last night that I think was a little confusing because it said we will appeal this ruling, but we're not doing so yet. We're only going to do so if the CDC makes a decision basically that they should appeal it. You know, I've read a lot of Justice Department statements, and I had to read that about three or four times <laughs> and then call someone at the Justice Department for an explanation because I was so baffled by this. But the gist of it is um, they're in a difficult place because they really disagree with this ruling. And a lot of... Yeah, I want to wear masks forever. Yes, continue. Here's... here's on April 18th. Here's, um... CNBC. Watching the airlines one after another rush to to basically remove the mask mandate watching uber this is um a pro masker i don't get how people not like this listen to this left rush was that reckless to do that based on a a judge's ruling going against the cdc scott well, look, I think the CDC should have lifted this ordinance when it was up on April 18th. I predict the government isn't going to appeal here. Dear I don't get this. Folks, if if you are pro-masker, whether pro-masker or not, you have an option. Now, in Uber, in Lyft, in all transportation, I'm not I'm not going over to you and say take off your mask right now. I'm not going to say that. I'm happy that these mask mandates are over. I'm really happy. I'm just saying that I'm just playing these people how ridiculous is this? Listen to this in the tri-state area. How it sounds it, And no it, more masks. It sounds ridiculous and it looked ridiculous. Remember Dr. Fauci in March 2020 said these people look ridiculous in in these um ridiculous masks. And then in October in um in and then in April he said, "Well, I made a mistake and and these people need to wear masks." Or not so It's kind of ridiculous how he's contradicting himself. Fast, just one day after the ruling that ended the mandate on planes and public transportation, word that an appeal could already be in the works. Good evening, I'm Christine Johnson. I'm Maurice Dubois. Tonight, the Justice Department says it will appeal the mask ruling if the CDC says the mandate is still needed. And that's not the only thing that, rather, it is only now leading to more mixed messages on whether or not you need to mask up. As of right now, masks are required in some local airports and trains, but not others. And that's that's just the beginning. CBS 2's Dick Brennan live at LaGuardia Airport to sort all of this out for us. Dick? Well, Maurice and Christine, we will try to sort all of this out because there's a lot to sort. First of all, you see I'm wearing the mask because here at LaGuardia, you have to wear a mask when you go through the airport. But if you're on the plane, you don't have to. So we talked to a lot of people tonight who came off the plane. They didn't realize they had to put a mask on because they don't know the rules. And that's the confusion all around the country. <laughs> It was reason to cheer on airplanes around the country and for some impromptu celebrating. Oh my God, please, let's take a nap. Can you throw him and wave him in the air like you just 
and the feeling was the same for many arriving passengers at LaGuardia. Thinking that we are back in, you know, 2019. <laughs> Normal times. Yes. But wait, if your plane lands at Kennedy or LaGuardia, put the mask back on. They are still required as you walk through the airport. The head-spinning new rules have flyers holding onto their masks while scratching their heads. It makes absolutely no sense. You could be on a plane without the mask, which is normal. You take your precautions, but you can't get on a cab, you can't walk through the airport, and you can't get on the subway. It makes no sense. It's make no sense to me. Same. I'm like, what the hell? Uber and Lyft actually say no more masks. But wait again, that's outside New York City. Inside, you still have to mask up. The same for yellow cabs. Not everyone was ready. You're getting in the cab, but you don't have a mask. Right. So okay. from Miami, we haven't been wearing masks for a long time. Confused yet? But what about in Penn Station? On Amtrak and NJ Transit, masks are optional. But on PATH trains in the MTA, including subways in Metro North and Long Island Railroad, keep them on. I feel like it's kind of like contradictory. I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy going involved. Hey, I got my mask here, just in case, you know. And talk about mixed messages. People continue to wear masks on planes. That's up to them. But later, Mr. Biden's Justice Department said if the CDC still believes masking is necessary, they will appeal the federal court ruling which struck down the mandate, which means everything could change again. This flight attendant is ready for anything. It is relief. It is. But at the same time, it's still stressful because now people are upset that nobody's wearing them. So darn if you do, darn if you don't. <laughs> Indeed, you are. Now, if I was at Newark or Teterboro or Westchester airports, I would need this mask. And I say that because I wanted to clear everything up. And I hope we have. We're live at LaGuardia. Dick Brennan, CBS 2 News. Very well done, Dick. It's crazy what New York City is doing to everyone. And uh, regarding crime, it's crazy. All right. Remember last week I played this? A former president in denial. I'll be completely straight to your face. I think I'm a very honest man. Much more honest than you, actually. Really? Yeah. It was a free affair. You lost. Only a fool would think You think I'm a fool? I do now, yeah. With Excuse me. With respect. Okay. The largest the hard Excuse me. The most explosive interview of the year. Yeah, I don't think you're real. It's, I really it's don't, just I'm not very like disappointed. Just... Let's finish up the interview. Morgan versus Trump. Turn the camera off. Very dishonest. Only on Talk TV. Well, I thought I'm a. Well, Trump was on, um, Pierce Morgan. With Pierce Morgan on talk TV, and the fake news is saying that he wanted to wrap up because they just turned off the cameras, and he they're saying that he he's uh, just walked out. He had to wrap up and go on to next meeting. Yeah. Yes. All right. Here we go. Late 1960s. So now the battle in Tallahassee between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the Walt Disney Company getting even hotter. The state Senate there voted 23 to 16 to strip Disney of its self-governing status. It's had that status since late 1960s. Expected to pass today, which will head to the governor's desk, uh, desk rather. And Guy Benson joins us now. Uh, host. 
It's amazing what's going on over there. But, um, let's continue speaking about the border. And we'll move on to that area over there. The border. There's a lot of going on. And it's crazy what's going on at our border. Um, there's people going, people coming in every single day. Thousands and thousands of people coming into our border. And we don't, and we don't hear about it. Afghanistan. Um, what has Biden done in the past four years? Afghanistan. Inflation. Gas prices. Border crisis. I can list more. But I, at this point, I can't think about anything more. But, oh, one more thing. Um, defunding police. How about that? Not supporting our police department. That's really the governor's. But President Trump, on the other hand, had the capa capability to help our police and help our border <clears throat> um, and um, build a wall. Well, down in Texas, they have the guts to, um, let's just say, Well, Democrats like Beto O'Rourke and Nevada's Governor Steve Sisolak and a slew of other Democrat lawmakers are finding, finally sounding the alarm on the border crisis, concerned that the Biden administration isn't prepared for the surge of migrants expected next month after Title 42 is lifted. And this all comes as we receive devastating news out of Eagle Pass, Texas, where a National Guard soldier drowned, attempting to save a life of a migrant. A border correspondent out in Cabello joins us live from Mexico with the It's crazy what goes on down there. It's really devastating. It's really. Meanwhile, we spoke about CNN Plus. It's only a month since they started. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's insane what a company just starts within a month and then goodbye. Yeah. Would I do that? No. This company, our RMAC Networks, has been in, has been part of the um, region in where, in, um, in the broadcasting for about four, four, I would say, gosh almighty, I don't know how many years, but I think it's four years or maybe five years. Yeah. I don't know, but this company is a lot longer than CNN Plus. And it's ridiculous how a company just says goodbye and they spend 
millions of dollars to just find people 10,000 subscribers and says we are going bye-bye it's 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 ridiculous folks it's really continue on the um Disney stuff, and then we'll finish up with with some stuff. Disney's special self-governing district in Central Florida. Leo Feldman joins us now, live from Florida, with the very latest. And it was a pretty loud passage of those two bills, wasn't it, Leo? Absolutely, John. Well, what I can tell you is that there was chaos in the House chamber in Tallahassee with Democratic legislatures staging a protest that nobody knew that would come because they were very angry at the congressional map and the debate that was going on. And there you see the images of that protest, the initial uh, moment when this all occurred. This we was informal happening recess. while legislatures debated that uh, congressional map. And what I can tell you is that the congressional map that was submitted by Governor Ron DeSantis has been Members. approved. And also, as you mentioned, the other bill, which is the one that you know, terminates all the different special status districts enacted prior to 1968, including the one that uh, Walt Disney World, where, where Walt Disney World is located. So two different bills have been approved, all in the midst of chaos in the House chamber because uh, the, the speaker was telling the legislatures to please, you know, sit down and try and debate this and uh, listen to the debate. But they were screaming and protesting. So the speaker decided to take a vote. John? Well, we were watching it live here on the show, Leo. It's going to make, uh, you know, we'll have to see what the impact is here long term. But things are definitely changing in Florida under the viewers also. To delay rolling back title. All right, an eighth bus carrying illegal immigrants from Mexico has arrived in Washington, D.C. amid that push to delay rolling back Title 42. The conflict comes as the Justice Department says it will appeal a federal court's decision to strike down the mass mandate for public transportation. And joining us for more on both of these stories is Congressional Correspondent Kilmeny Ducart. Great to see you as always, Kilmeny. Good to see you too, John. Shortly after 7 a.m., we greeted less than a dozen migrants who had traveled 36 hours by bus from Del Rio, Texas to Washington, D.C. These migrants were from Haiti, Venezuela, Cuba, Brazil, and even the Democratic Republic of Congo. Their final destinations, New York, as well as Portland, Maine. But some traveling on the bus chose to get off in Birmingham, Alabama, to then go on to Tennessee as well as Florida. This is, again, all part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's voluntary initiative to send a message to the Biden administration that it needs to do more to control the surge of illegal migrants that we're seeing crossing our southern border. In what way? Why has President Biden been so sheltered from the press? In what way? 
he just did a press conference a couple, several weeks ago. Well, and I was, he does. He takes questions from the press nearly every day. Uh, he's double had two, so, two solo news conferences. No, no, beyond that. I mean, nearly every day at the White House, he takes questions from the White House press corps. Yeah, but Jen. Two questions, three questions, eight questions. Yeah, but Jen, I, but, but I, I why mean, is I, that different? Well, He's done I'll, that I'll tell you exactly two or three why. times more than his predecessor. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying the press has open access to President Biden. Psaki even saying he's done two to three more times than his predecessors when it comes to answering questions. Mothers, this, the American Presidency Project reporting Obama gave a total of 163 press conferences in office. Uh, Trump gave 88, and as of today, Biden just 13. I believe that was... Pretty sad. Pretty sad. No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my, uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department, because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if, in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. Thank you. All I can say is that the fake news. What a week it's been in my favorite segment topic, the go woke, go broke world. Favorite because it's quite fun highlighting how the woke mob is eating its own, so to speak. Let me explain. Let's take you now live to Miami, Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis is signing the Stop Woke Act. Let's listen in. So the bill that we'll be signing here today uh, provides substantive protections for both students and parents to ensure that the education they're receiving in Florida is consistent with the standards of the state of Florida. And those standards do not allow pernicious ideologies like critical race theory to be taught in our K-12 schools. We are not going to use your tax dollars to teach our kids to hate this country or to hate it. Allow them to operate. That particular sector, Disney, rules the world. Now remember, Disneyland opened in Southern California in the 1950s. Allow them to operate like their own government for decades. Here to react is a current Walt Disney Company employee running for Congress, Jose. Work in conjunction with big tech, attorneys, and others to try and smear Donald Trump in the lead-up to the 2016... Now, Ron DeSantis signed that bill, and it's in... in... order. The redistricting is amazing. Alright, next. Biden's presidency, it is full-out imploding, but apparently no one told Joe Biden, according to reports, the president has decided to run for re-election in 2024, bragging to Barack Obama that he's the only Democrat who could actually win. Now, this brings us to an important issue. Has Joe Biden really lost touch with all reality? It's a serious question. Unfortunately, every week we all watch, observe his cognitive abilities. They get worse and worse. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Next. There are new signs. Victoria's pandemic declaration could end as early as July as the state prepares to take another step forward in easing coronavirus restrictions. Victorian political reporter Simon Love has more. 
Well, as Victoria prepares to unlock even more and uh, lift coronavirus restrictions, debate has emerged about when the state's pandemic declaration under the new Public Health and Wellbeing Act may be lifted. It's currently in place through till July and they can be the declaration needs to be extended in three-month blocks. If it was to be extended again, that could last from July right into near the state election timing. So it would be a key political issue. This morning, the Premier, Daniel Andrews, out in Dandenong in Melbourne's southeastern suburbs, he was launching a billion-dollar contract to build trans, but he was asked by the Victorian uh, Parliamentary Press Gallery about this issue as to when he would hope that he wouldn't need to declare a pandemic anymore. I don't know what independent expert advice I'm going to get in the days leading up to the 12th of uh, July. Uh, you know, I, I, it's my hope, it's my hope that we don't need that or we need something less than that or we need some other arrangement. That'd be terrific. This has been... Next. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee are asking Twitter's board to hold on to all records related to Elon Musk's takeover offer. It sets up a potential congressional probe should the GOP win back the majority this fall. Tesla's CEO also floating some big changes for the social media platform. He tweeted yesterday, if our Twitter bid succeeds, we will defeat the spam bots or die trying. He's also called Twitter's secret algorithms dangerous, saying that when it comes to judging whether tweets should be taken down due to the nature of the content, the policy should be, if in doubt, let the tweet exist. Musk despises us. See, Kevin McCarthy did lie. He claimed to support Trump publicly when he wanted to make him resign privately. So we have no tolerance for this backroom bullcorn. I don't have it. You don't have it. None of us have it. McCarthy needs to step down from leadership at the very least. I doubt that he will. So folks, what does all this mean for Kevin McCarthy's political future? I'm joined now by former advisor to President... Kevin McCarthy is a big, big rhino. And we need him to resign. Same for Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is a big, big liar. Next. So, Rose, uh, no doubt your phone melted down with, oh, what's going to happen here? Look, you've got to imagine that when they were telling everyone to wear the N95 masks and the tests, that they had to have had a plan for if he has it. Technology exists that he still can campaign, he still can do a shed load of interviews, but obviously he can't physically run around the country. What do you think about how they'll handle it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm absolutely certain. It's, it's crazy what's going on in Australia now. They're just dismantling the masks it's crazy next well here's what happened this week when news broke that a federal judge blocked the federal transportation mask mandate some of the largest u.s airlines adapted and followed suit following ending their mandates take a listen to this flight's reaction mandates immediately people began reacting in real time as pilots announced the end of these mandates mid-flight but could that change now with the justice department announcing that it is it's crazy what goes on 
Watch Zelensky. This is NFL star Derek Henry. Next. Meanwhile, Zelensky. Negotiations. Putin negotiations, U.S. military aid, and more. Rather weird photos from Moscow from of the Russian President Putin, who was holding for the table rather st- strongly. Could you explain why he invaded Ukraine? Uh, maybe he's sick, maybe he's crazy. Any other idea? Well, it's hard to assess every step of President of Russian Federation. It's hard for me to assess why he is holding for the table or the chair during all of those years, honestly. I don't think that it is connected. We've got the midterms and they're coming up um, just about seven months. This is obviously everybody's been talking about this because we all know. um, Next. Look, I'm so honored. I'm so honored to be. This is Ohio. Here at this Trump rally. It's the second Ohio rally I've ever been to. And it's amazing to be here and to see such an amazing crowd again. Let me just say, first of all, I'm joined by my wonderful family over here. I would try to list them, but so many of us came up here for this thing. We're excited. We're excited to see big man, the 45th president of the United States and the 47th president of the United States tonight. And right now our country is going to hell. But under Biden, Pelosi and the radical Dems, it's back to... America last. They actually say it's America last, and that's what it is. I got gas, gasoline for cars. I got it down to $1.87 a gallon. All you could buy, no lines, no nothing. Now they have it to $6, $7, $8, and it's going higher. Get used to it. I rebuilt our military, including our nuclear capability. We don't even like talking about it, but I rebuilt our nuclear capability. We had bombs and we had explosives. Nobody even knew if it worked. And I don't like talking about it, but we have somebody that talks about it all the time, Putin. And we have nobody that understands what's happening. It's a very sad situation. We've never been in this position before. But we created something very special, not in 75 years since the Air Force, we created Space Force, very important, it's doing great. So we created a great, new, beautiful military, and they gave $85 billion of it away to the Taliban. We put taxes and tariffs on China and took in hundreds and hundreds of billions, billions of dollars. We saved your steel industry, okay? Your steel. And you know another industry saved? Washing machines, a big industry, okay? People don't realize it. I had a man come in from Whirlpool, the chairman of Whirlpool, and he came in to see me when I was president-elect, and he said, sir, I'll tell you, it's really terrible what's happening. We're going out of business. And you know the section of your state where you make washing machines, the capital of washing machines, And Jim Jordan came in. Jim, do we love Jim Jordan? Do we love him? And he said, we have to do something, sir. We, uh, I sat down with the Whirlpool people and we put tremendous tariffs on all of those machines that were being dumped. They were being dumped into the United States. 
They laughed at me like I was a stupid person. They laughed at me like I was a stupid person. You know, remember I had to take, I took the aptitude test because they thought I might be stupid. They really didn't. They thought I was really smart. So when they think you're really smart, then when I took the aptitude test, Dr. Ronnie and many doctors, and I aced it. And you know, now they don't call me stupid. They say, he's a dictator. He wants to take over the world. You know, they used to call me JD. Uh, they may, they said maybe stupid. So I said to Doc Ronnie, you know, Doc Ronnie is now a great congressman in Texas. Great, very popular guy. I think he won by like 52 points or something. But he's now a great congressman. I said, Ronnie, I don't like when people call me stupid. I had great heritage, an uncle who was a great, great genius. You know, they have these cameras, they're fantastic. They have these magnifying lenses now. We could put them way back and they'll be just fine. This is the year we're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate. And we are going to take back America. And in 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back that very, 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 very beautiful. So Truth Social. Trump said that the um let me try to find the uh clip truth social Let's see he said that in a couple in a couple weeks Or in a couple days, people will be able to get on. And um, and he he gave credit to his team. And of course, the liberals are going crazy about it. Yeah. Give them, give them craziness. All right, next. Viewers also respectfully marked Earth Day on Friday by turning on the pool heater and leaving all the lights on when you drove your diesel four-wheel drive to go to a dinner at a restaurant that specializes in food flown in from overseas, right? Well, anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about how Joe Biden marked his Earth Day. He flew all the way across the United States to Seattle. Don't worry, I'm sure he offset the miles on the Air Force One carbon offset program that was supposed to be about the environment, but instead revealed just how bad his cognitive state appears to be. Now, I don't say this with any joy. This is the man who is supposed to be the leader of the free world at a time of the greatest instability since the Second World War. But have a look at this. You know, our natural wonders uh, are, uh, you know, inspired and the reflection inspires our right to take action. You know, um, uh, I can't understand a damn word he said. Let's go to Fauci. This is a CDC. Chief Medical Advisor, wasn't keen on this judge's decision, joins us right now. Dr. Fauci, very good to have you back. 
Thank you, Neil. Good to be with you. I, I caught your quote, sir, in which you said that um, this is a CDC issue. It sh should not have been a court issue. Uh, what did you mean by that? Well, exactly what, what I said, Neil, that this, this is a public health issue. And the point that I was making is that you always respect a decision of a judge in a court. And in fact, that's what's happening right now because masks are coming off in transportation, planes and, and, and other forms of transportation. But the point that I was making that this is a public health decision, and I think it's a bad precedent when decisions about public health issues are made by by people, be they judges or what have just give me a break, please. When Lyndon Johnson was. Here now for his first interview since his legislation passed, Chris Sproul. So Florida, he is the Speaker of the House there. And by a 70-38 count, uh, it looks like Disney is going to be one of the masses instead of uh, an entity all its own. Where do you go from here? And why did you vote the way you did? Thanks for having me, Brian. It's really simple. You know, Disney deserves to be treated like any other company in the state. Uh, here in the state of Florida since 1968, I'll say that again, since the 1968 Constitution, when Lyndon Johnson was president, there's been a, a six special ta taxing districts that nobody's looked at. Only one of them is Disney. Some of them are mosquito control districts or law libraries, but only one belongs to a corporation. It's about time that Florida went and looked at these special taxing districts would have this awesome power. I mean, Disney, a corporation, has the power from the state to build their own nuclear power plant should they decide to do so. So, you know, after they came out and said what they said, and I agree with you completely, um, the statements were just totally outrageous. Um, they misled Floridians. They misled Americans about what the Florida legislature did to protect kids in kindergarten through third grade. Um, we started looking at those taxing districts, and today we, we acted, uh, to, you know, affirmatively to make sure that in the next year that they will expire. So I understand that uh, you might be... Panera Chefs. Elon Musk says, moving on, allegedly in the pursuit of Twitter. Uh, Dan, do you think this changes the game? Do you think it changes the stock price? And is it a muse or is he serious? Uh, this is uh, Elon Musk who just yesterday tweeted out images, an image of Bill, Bill Gates, Gates, an image of the, the, <laughs> the pregnant man emoji. Yeah, well, don't, not... don't mention what he said, please. Yeah. please. <laughs> if anybody's curious, just go to Elon Musk's Twitter. But, but uh, my point is... Yeah. All right. Next. Now to that former McDonald's CEO, Ed Renzi. Uh, he ran the company in the 1990s, credited as the inventor of the McNugget. Now Renzi's partnering with advocacy groups to push back against businesses that are becoming too political or going woke, as they say. Ed Renzi joins us now. Ed, great. It's great what companies, what people are doing. 
but we need more of those type of people. Next, um, postal delivery. Important notice change on May 1st. America mail delivery is getting a shakeup starting May 1st. We'll be imp implementing changes. How first class changes to priority mail are shipped. Many of the changes will slow down the mail delivery about by a, a day. How ridiculous is this? The postal services modifications are part of delivering delivering America the agency's ten year plan get back on its feet financially while still doing the best it can do to keep service at a high level as a part of its research into how it can make these things happen, the agency said. People should allow additional transport time for long-distance um, package deliveries via surf surface transportation, which agency says is more reliable and affordable than air transportation. Modifying select service standards is a key growth element. Um, so it's saying that the postal service is going to be slower than usual. Thank you, Joe Biden. Priority mail. Um, the postal is removing an extra day for priority that is trans transported by ground. That's the good news for people who have been frustrated by its priority mails, sluggish delivery times during the pandemic. The post office added extra day priority service back in April of 2020 because breakdown global supply chain and, and issues transportation and employee availability. However, this particular change take may take a while before it's fully implemented. So that's the good news. First class. First class packages that weigh less than a pound. First, the Postal Service says that the major majority first class packages, volume 68%, will not be impacted by the upcoming changes, meaning that the people will still receive their packages two to three days. In addition, about 4% delivery will also be upgraded to three-day service, to a two-day service. So that's the good news. Stamps are going up. Um, on top of delivery changes, the USPS recently requested price changes on the stamps take effect on July 10th. The new prices, if given approval by the governors, the U.S. Postal Service, Postal Regulatory Commission, included, included a two-cent increase in the price of first-class mail, forever stamps 58 cents to 68, 60 cents. From, that was from 58 cents to 60 cents, specifically single price letter, additional one 
an ounce price would increase to 24 cents to one ounce. The one ounce price would increase to 57 cents. And the price of a postcard stamp would increase to 44 cents. A one ounce letter mailed to other countries would be increased to $1.40. The postal also seeking price adjustment certified mail, post office box, rental fees, money order fees, and the cost of purchasing insurance when mailing an item. Thank you to Joe Biden for increasing our prices. Remember when I was telling you about True Social? Well, it's amazing. Listen to this. A mess, but Truth Social phone users can download the app today and get their voices back. And it's open and ready to go and go out and use it and have fun with it. And uh, non-iPhone users are coming very, very soon to make Truth Social a free speech alternative to big tech tech platforms. Our team is working around the clock and has recently enabled every single person on the wait list to join the platform. A lot of people are on the wait list. Now you can join. As of last night, I think at 10 o'clock. It's great. It's great. God willing, we'll be on Truth Social soon. So, very soon. God willing. All right, folks. Alrighty, folks, thank you for tuning in. Um, before we go, one last thing. That that uh, conservative person um, who got kicked out of a mall was a friend of ours named Brian Craig. He got kicked out of a mall because, just because he, he was wearing a um conservative hat and he got kicked out and he and the whole story is that you can know you can watch it on his channel go to Brian Craig on YouTube and find it over there alrighty folks I'm gonna head out now thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoyed